0: Hi, I'm Steve from The Rooted Podcast, and I hope you can join me every weekday for a five-minute or less devotional, word study, or insight into Scripture to add to your day. Welcome to Fruit Snacks. Hey, everyone. In today's episode on doctrine, apologetics, or theology, I wanted to take a look at The case for the soul. Now, this might be a little more philosophical than we've gotten in past episodes, but I'm going to do my best to keep this very high level and then make a book recommendation if you'd like to go further. So, how do we know, or even can we know, that the soul, the immaterial part of us, as we as Christians say we believe, is real? How do we know that we're not just a physical body or that we're not just our brains? Well, there are actually a bunch of reasons to support the idea that we are part physical and part immaterial. And I'll give you just a handful of them in today's episode. The first is memory. Now, despite what you may have seen in Movies like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind or other media and shows that deal with this idea of erasing people's memories. We don't actually know where in your brain any given memory from your past is. In fact, we're pretty sure that memories are not in your brain. Because if they were, we could go, just like in these shows to a specific neuron or brain cell, and we could destroy it, and then you would no longer have that memory. But that's not how it works. In fact, your memories aren't stored in your brain at all. So the question becomes, if your memories are not in your brain, where are they? And of course, for many Christian philosophers over the years, the answer has been, your memories are stored in your soul. They're not part of your physical brain. And this also would explain why when we die, we don't forget everything because our memories are stored in the immaterial part of us, which survives our death. I'll share two more. Another reason to believe that the soul is real is this idea of the privacy of our own thoughts. Now, our brains, for all intents and purposes, are not actually private. And what I mean by that is that someone hopefully a doctor, can open up our skulls and can poke around in our brains. They can see every part of our brain. They can scan it. They can prod it. They can manipulate it with electrical fields. Our brains are not private, but what is private are our thoughts. You see, even the neuroscientist poking around in your brain doesn't know what you're thinking. They can measure responses to stimuli. They can tell you what parts of your brain are Experiencing increased activity, but they can't ever know what you're thinking because your thoughts are private And so if our mental states are private But our brain states such as electrical activity and other activity in our brains are not private Then it stands to reason that our mental states and our brain states are not the same thing In other words, your mind is not your brain one more the idea of free will is a great case for the existence of the soul. You see, if we are just matter in motion, if we are just brains and chemical reactions and bodies, then there really is no such thing as free will. It doesn't exist. We may have the illusion of free will, but we don't in fact possess it. The problem is that 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 notion that we don't actually have free will goes against pretty much every single experience that we have every day. You and I experience life as if we have free will. Not only are our decisions made under the auspices that we do have free will, but even our whole society and criminal justice systems and all these other things are constructed around the idea and the assumption that people really do have free will and they really are responsible for their actions. Well, If we are just our brains, if there is no immaterial part to us, if we have no soul, all of that is not true. And everything we've ever done as a society has been wrong. It's made under a false assumption. Now, there are certainly more. And if you are a philosophy nerd and you really like to geek out about things like this, I'm going to recommend that you check out The Soul by J.P. Moreland. It will give you everything you want and more in terms of philosophy, technical argumentation, and really in the weeds stuff that covers a lot more than what I just shared today. But suffice it to say, there are very good reasons for believing that the soul is real and that is actually the way that things really are.